Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. It's Arthur Idala on AM 970. The answer. This is the Arthur Idala Power Hour with quintessential New Yorker attorney Arthur Idala, New York's go-to lawyer. He's here to share his stories from in the courtroom and around the city with interviews from high-profile guests and everyday folks calling in to talk about everything from politics, lifestyle, health and wellness, and more. And now your host, making the case for the city he loves, attorney Arthur Idala. It's Thursday night, New York City. We are live. We are local. It is 6.05. It's steak night. That's an inside little gig for me for the last, since 1997. How many years ago is that? 25 years. Uh, this time of the year, I um, get together. I, I shepherd a bunch of my buddies from the Brooklyn DA's office, and we get together and we break some bread, and I'm excited to do that tonight. Um, we, we are straying from the steakhouse tonight, and we're going to Mulberry Street to uh, Little Italy. We're going to go to a place called Casa Bella. We got the whole second floor. Starting off with some baked clams and some uh, hot and cold antipasto. Then we're moving into filetta de pomodoro and some orecchietti with some broccoli robin sausage. And then you got a choice between the, uh, I think it's the 24-ounce sirloin or the uh, the veal chop. So uh, with all the sides. Ole, 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 ole. No, it's viola, viola. Oh, viola, viola. We have That's a special right. guest in, in studio today. We have my, uh, my, my brother from another mother from the DA's office. And you're our host for tomorrow show, David Schwartz. Hello, David. Hello, Arthur. It's great to be here. I feel like uh, I'm here a lot now. It's, I'm well, really listen. looking forward to guest hosting tomorrow night. You and, moved into uh, the you moved into the law firm. We're partnering up in the lobbying firm. You're part of our law firm as a partner now. So you know, hey, you got to fill in. Imran does uh, he does McCullough show after this. You know, it, it's a perfect piece to the puzzle. It really is. Everything is going great. Arthur brought in his first client. That's it. Gotham. I'm a big shot. Now. I mean, he's Arthur has hundreds and hundreds of clients, but he brought his first Gotham client in, and we're really all excited about and it. The and the guy, but you have to understand, the guy who makes this all happen. He's sitting right next to you. Of course. And David, I will I will hand off the bouquet to you. Talk about the the bouquets that were thrown oh at gosh. Alex Garrett this morning, and by whom, and in what venue? Well, well, I mean, we, well, we had the car. We were with the Cardinal this morning. The Cardinal. The Cardinal. The Cardinal. The, cardinal. the, the, cardinal. Coo- the and, coolest and, Cardinal. And he is. A larger than life. He's the coolest figure. card. He really is. I mean, he guy so, is cool. So we're at the New York Athletic Club, and John Katzenmatidis runs these breakfasts. And we had Cardinal Dolan, and Arthur and I took a great picture with him today. Like it was such an action shot. It was Arthur is like pointing, and he and the Cardinal. Well, he, he knows loves, my cousin, you, Father Sarge. You know what I love about Dolan? He like he'll like punch you in the arm. Like yeah. he grabs you, he, he puts his arm around you, he manhandles you. Right, let's get it. to the Alex Garrett. All right, so that so then so then John is introducing all the VIPs in the he room. He and, and Mark the v, Simone. These are like the VIPs in all, of all New York. And John says, and from AM 970, the answer, Alex is here. Little Alex Garrett is here. And he calls and, him Little Alex, right? Little, That's little right. Alex. Yep. Yep. Alex, what did he say? He explained why. He because I guess when I first knew him, I was six foot six, and now I've reduced to 4'11". Uh, so there uh, you go. But uh, no, that was really special. And to see everybody there it was just really great today. So thanks for it was a great. It was a great gathering of New Yorkers, and to show that somebody, uh, many people are listening to this show today at two o'clock uh, at City Hall. Mayor Adams announced the seizures of a hundred thousand packages of marijuana, and this all has to do with the gray market. It's got to do with these uh, these pop up stores. Um, 
This is what the mayor said. We will not let the economic opportunities that legal cannabis offers to be taken for a ride by unlicensed establishments. Today, we are not only announcing the seizure of $4 million in products that were being sold illegally to New Yorkers. Thanks to this joint interagency task force, the city and state collaborated to crack down on bad actors who are putting New Yorkers' health and safety at risk and who sought to cut the line and undermine the legal market. So... I have been saying, I don't even know, maybe back in March or April, I had uh, my friend from high school, Stephen Kessler, uh, on the show. And Stephen has been supporting his family. His his main and only uh, income stream is he runs a retail cannabis store in the state of Washington. And he's been doing it, I think he's going into his eighth year. He made all the mistakes early on uh, and was losing money. And then he kind of took a while to figure it out. And now he's doing well, but not well the way people think, David. It's not like you become a millionaire because you have a cannabis store. You make a nice living, but it's not, you know, it's not like gambling. The money in gambling is beyond our comprehension. The money in cannabis is, is legitimate, but it's not nuts. But what Stephen Kessler, who's been doing this for years, was pounding into my head. And I got him in front of some people who, legislators, and he's like, if you guys... Don't crack down on the gray market. It's never going to work because I'm selling the exact same weed in some some instances, but I have to pay 42% in taxes. The guy on the corner is not paying any taxes. So I'm charging $42. The guy on the corner is charging 20 And so they're just going to go to the guy in the corner. Now, the, now the fentanyl has kind of changed things because you don't know what you're getting on the guy in the corner, and allegedly, God willing, in the store, you're getting something very different. Um, so I'm very, very happy to see this is the first big sweeping takedown that they've they've done. Well, I've been on this issue for a long time. Talk in fact, about we've it, had meetings Schwartz with the of sheriff Gotham. because, it, and it's not the marijuana that I'm on. I'm on the illegal cigarettes. All right. And, and, and the good news about this is the, the illegal marijuana in these stores, which I consider them criminal enterprises, Arthur, uh, you got the illegal marijuana being sold in the stores. You've got untaxed cigarettes and you've got illegal flavored vapes, all of it illegal in New York. And what that does is the law abiding store across the street. Is is losing out on business. I've got, you know, I represent this whole association, or, or we do now, of of all retailers Glad and everybody. You the pronoun. Yes, yes. So well, Gotham does, right? So so. Bottom line is, uh, I've got stores selling five cartons of cigarettes a week. They should be selling forty cartons. Okay, you got to close down the. Mar- you're going to make a tax that high. You got to close down the marketplace, or else. And so now this illegal market's coming in, and it's eighty percent of the cigarettes I mean, sold. Right. So so. so it's the same make, thing with the marijuana. Make, let me make an analogy. You see how much we pay for gas, right? You're paying $4 a gallon. Right. Imagine there was like a little place you could go, and they're putting some kind of a liquid in your car. Get $2. And that, yeah. and that car's moving, and you're paying $2. Right. So Everyone's to fill it up, there. it's $20 and $40. All right, let's move off of marijuana. Right, Mike, I have so restless over here. I, 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 no, no, hold on. He's hold not going to take your time away. Worry, like, look at him. He's shaking. Yeah. No, no, no. He's, I am he's not, rocking no, no. in the chair David, right now. He's, no, no he's disrespect. looking at his watch. We, we have a couple of beautiful <laughs> guests. No disrespect. I have David Schwartz here, Gotham Government Relations. I'm going to take advantage of you. There was another big bill that was signed today. I don't even know why I'm laughing. I'm so devastated from I know. Yeah. Uh, Alex, I may need another minute here, okay? We got you. All right. So talk to me about the big, because yeah. it's a bill that maybe not all households will deal with marijuana, we, but all households we, will deal with dogs, cats, and rabbits. We, we have been on, and this is typical of, of the way things are. We're under attack right now. This country, brick and mortar stores are under attack, and now you've got these pet shops. Some of them have only been in business for 80 years. All right, I've got a store out in Huntington, been in business for 80 years, 40 years. Then there's another one, 25 years. The, the community loves their local pet store. And what the... What the, the, the radicals have come out and basically have done is they have destroyed this entire market, and they basically say it's a puppy mill pipeline. It's not a puppy mill pipeline. They are the most intellectually dishonest people, the, and I'm going to leave them nameless, the people that, that, that sponsored this bill. But unfortunately, Governor Hochul signed the bill. She did give us an olive branch. She added an extra year to our demise. So now, the, the, the supposedly- What does this mean? You can't sell pets in a pet shop after December of 2024. 
Now she's given us two years now, what to try to you, deal what, with. So them. what you could just sell pet products and you can sell pet like products, but our birds and snakes. These 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 stores make ninety percent of their revenues, and and the the audacity of 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 an assembly member to get on the floor of the assembly. You know they have complete immunity; they can't be sued for defamation. To say that they only make two percent of their profits from the, the sale of pets is just a, a, atrocious. So what, so are, this what is, are they going to be able to sell? Uh, just pet know, products? Jackets, and like little? Uh, you know, like, like no. pet. They're not going to be able to be in business, Arthur. And what they're saying is you got to go to a breeder. Well, that's what. That's why you have a local pet shop to source the pets from the best the breeders. The law prohibits the sale of puppies, kittens, and bunnies. Yeah. But allows yeah. pet shops to display animals for prospective owners at adoption events in yeah. conjunction which, with local adoption which agencies. Which is a farce. Which that, is a farce. Okay, that is These a are farce. radical organizations, and, and our pet shops can't do it because of the insurance issues. They could never get insurance to do that in the first place. So the whole thing is a farce. We've got two years right, so to we're undo. Say, here's your friend, Senator Michael Gennaris. Yeah. Democrat from Queens. Today is a great day yeah. for our four-legged friends and a big step forward in our fight against abusive and inhumane puppy mills. My thanks to Governor Hochul for yeah. standing up for the voiceless, loving animals who are members of our families and deserve the respect we've shown them today. Yeah, and and all, he said the same thing when he threw out Amazon. And oh, here we, 20, go. here we go. All right. Believe me, I like Mike. I do like him personally. But he, he did the wrong the thing. The rough here. and tumble we world of politics. He's so restless. Know, Look no, at him. Listen, he's shaking. He's, hold on. He's rocking the he, chair. You know how lucky the, he is to be here on the Idola Power I, I Hour. Are you kidding me? They're lining up. God willing, the mayor texted me today. He said, I hope you have room for me next week. Is, I said, I think Mr. Mayor will find some yeah. room for you. We're going to come back with Michael Fisher. He's the president of the Central Park Civic Association. Then we're going to have Terry Sears. She's the executive director of Tuesday's Children. You got Schwartz. You got Garrett. You got Idala. Sam Bellino's home on the throne. So uh, stay tuned. We're going to have a great show for you tonight. Don't go away. Dr. Gorka here, and you know me. I am very cynical about products, especially those that claim to help people suffering from pain. So when I tell you that Relief Factor truly works, I want you to know that I mean it. I suffered from a stiff lower back for almost a decade, one so painfully made it difficult to kneel in church on Sundays. When I finally decided to give Relief Factor a try, I didn't ever imagine that I would find myself free of the pain. But that's what happened. Happened. Now I take Relief Factor every day. Almost 70% of the more than half a million people who have tried Relief Factor end up ordering more. That's because it works for them the way it worked for me. Isn't it time for you to get out of pain? Your first step to becoming pain-free should be to order the three-week quick start for the discounted price of only $19.95. Go to relieffactor.com or call 800-4-RELIEF to find out more about this offer. Feel the difference. Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. All right, let's talk about our friends at Connors & Sullivan because we all know, as every day goes by, we're closer to our demise. And planning for the future is important. Are you and your family protected if you're not around to make the decisions who will? Are your assets protected from probate and nursing home costs? Take a guess when the time to plan is. Now, the time to plan is now. You need a will. Maybe you need a trust, a power of attorney, a health care proxy, a living will. You need an overall estate plan. And there's no one better to go to than Connors and Sullivan, attorneys at law. Their goal is to protect your rights and your interests. They've been helping people just like you, like regular folks, plan their estates and protect their families for over 40 years. And you could visit them for a free consultation with no obligation. Call Connors and Sullivan today to schedule a free in-person initial consultation with an attorney at any of their convenient locations, Brooklyn, Manhattan, Queens, and Staten Island. Call them at 718-238-6500. That's 718-238-6500. Or visit their website, connorsandsullivan.com. And remember what Mike Connors always says, the biggest mistake when it comes to estate planning is not planning at all. 
Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala, a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Listening to the Supremes, you can't hurry love. Is there a reason why we played that today? Oh yes, it's actually Cindy Bird song, uh, uh, singer in the Supremes. Eighty-three, eighty-three, oh, birthday. Good old young eighty-three, right in between my mother and my father. One question for you before I get can ask whatever you want. Mulberry Alex. Street. Can we expand Little Italy? I feel like it's literally become the littlest Italy. Uh, in, I, in, I, in New well, York. Listen, we'll do a whole segment on that. We'll get some 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 of the Little Italy stalwarts on there. Before we go to our next guest, I just want to come back to Schwartz for a second. Maybe I can understand the dog mills, right? Because there's some people, oh, I only want a bulldog. And I don't know, maybe they're like, they're, they're overly breeding the bulldogs and or the German shepherd. The bulldogs have the mushed in face. They don't have a long lifespan. The German shepherds have bad hips. But cats, come on, do you want a cat? Just go on the street. There's cats everywhere. And rabbits, rabbits, they abuse rabbits. I mean, this is a ridiculous law. It's a ridiculous law. It's it's absolutely absurd. But but I can uh, see if they looked at the top five uh, dog breeds, uh, which is like the Labrador Retriever, how, the, the the French Bulldog, and be like, they've okay. painted these pet shops as the most awful people. These are the nicest, most caring people for animals you ever want to meet in your entire life. They're fabrics of the community, and by the way, they're in business because there's a demand. All right, people wait, want it. Since you said uh, nicest people you ever want to meet, yep, fabric of the community. Yep, Michael Fisher. That's a good segue. Wow, there he is. Ladies and gentlemen, the president of the Central Park Civic Association. I was going to complain. Get closer to that microphone, young man. I was going to complain that you were stealing my time, but when you said it like that, Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Don't worry about your time. We got Alex behind the thing. We can do it as as much time as you want. Um, So, Michael, here's the deal. You are the president of the Central Park Civic Association. It was founded to fight, you know, basically issues impacting the community right around Central Park. Um, As you just heard, uh, David and Alex and I were at uh, the New York Athletic Club this morning, which is unbelievable. And then the funny part was... I walked uh, from the Athletic Club on 7th Avenue and uh, Central Park South back to our office on 45th and 5th, and I was like, man, that is one big menorah, like right in front of the Plaza Hotel. And then when I'm prepping for the show, it's like the biggest menorah in New York City's history. So I'm not so... You know, I'm not, I'm not so out of touch with the, 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 the ins and outs of the city. Um, let me ask you this question. Sure. When did you get involved in this association that you are now the president? Five years ago. Five years ago. Yep. And what is the essential purpose of the, the association, of the Central Park Civic Association? I mean, a big part of it is just fighting some of the problems that are occurring in our community. Uh, for example, the fire trap Park Savoy Hotel, which is a complete disaster, which, uh, God forbid, there's ever a fire. Unfortunately, you're going to have a lot of people dying there. Okay. So I need you to slow down because mm-hmm. I know what you're talking about. But, you know, people listening in Queens and Staten Island and the Bronx right now aren't exactly positive what you're talking about. Right. So let's let's break it down. You got it. Let's talk about what building you're speaking of and what location. Sure. So uh, five years ago, the city announced to the people on 57th and 58th Street, Central Park South, that they were opening up a homeless shelter. And uh, they were opening it up in this old Park Savoy Hotel, which was never- located where? On 58th Street, between 6th and 7th Avenue. So it's on 58th between 6th and 7th. Okay. Correct. And Right uh, around the corner from where, from the New York Athletic Club, basically. Right there. Okay. Yeah. I mean, they look out the window, they can see the building. Um, but the interesting thing about this building was that the owner of the hotel tried to get a license from the city so that he could operate legally as a hotel, and the city wouldn't give him a license. 
because he only has one egress, which is a staircase, one way in and one way out, which is very dangerous in a big building like that, which is nine stories. So in the event of a fire, it's going to be very difficult so for how, people to leave the building. 100%. So how has that been able to been, be in a building all these years? They just slipped through? Well, you know, it's interesting. There was, a, there was a major fire back in 1990. It was called the Happy Land Social Club fire, where 87 people died, and they were supposed to shut that club down. That was in the Bronx. In the Bronx. And they were supposed to shut that down, and uh, they never did. They never shut it down, and there was, a, there was a fire, and the people just couldn't escape there. They were, they were trying to all get down this one staircase, because there was only one staircase in there, and they just died, smothered in smoke and died. 87 people. That's a lot of people. Okay, so tie that into the, the building you're speaking of here okay. on 58th Street in Manhattan. Well, this is a much larger building. This is a building that's nine stories tall. Um, I happen to have taken a tour of the building. They allowed me to come in and look at the building way in the beginning. And um, the building has... So what's very, there now? When you, you just took a tour, what does the building look like on the inside? Okay. The inside's a very, uh, very narrow hallway going in. There's a kitchen on the, on the uh, lobby level. There's a winding staircase, literally a winding staircase with no platforms. So... And there's only one staircase. So think of it this way. There's nine stories. You have a fire. You have firemen trying to get up the stairs. You don't have any fire escapes. And then you have people that have to be notified that they need to leave their rooms. And then you have smoke spreading, you know, really, really fast throughout the building. And you're going to have people that are going to die from it. All right. So let me break this down. When an application was made to have this be a hotel, it was denied because of this, this fire violation, basically. Correct. But now, for it to be a homeless shelter, it's been approved. Well, that's an interesting question. In order, what they didn't tell the community at the time was that in order to approve it, they had to change the law. And normally, when it comes to fire laws, you make them tougher. But in this case, they were reversing it. So what they did was, about a year or so ago, and nobody knew about this, nobody in the community, they kept it totally quiet. Uh, they went in behind everybody's back and had this law changed. It's um, basically the law is social services law 491 Title 18. And basically what the law used to say was you had to have two means of egress in order to have a homeless shelter in the building. But in this situation, um, the new law says you can have one egress as long as you have 11 or less people on each floor. So a little bit less people in the building doesn't make the building any safer. You know, what's crazy is that, like, in, I, I have a little house in Long Island, and, uh, you know, I've, I have to have two egresses in, in my house. Uh, I can't believe that they're going to, they're, they're allowing now homeless people. Now, let's, let's make that description. Has there, has it gotten to the point yet where who, who's going to decide who would live in that residence if it, Goes up and, and takes place. Well, it is. It's taken place. It is a shelter. Oh, it's now. open now. It's open as a shelter. Yeah, the city. So, what is your civic association? We're talking to uh, Michael Fisher. He's the president of the Central Park Civic Association. So, what are you guys doing? What's well, the issue? There's a new administration. I mean, the De Blasio I know, administration. I that. Yeah. yeah. So, the De Blasio <laughs> administration. Forget about it. It's like you know talking to a wall. But you know, we we have a new administration here, so we really need to educate them on how unsafe this building is. You know, usually you want to prevent. You want to do things that are going to prevent a fire or prevent something from killing people. But for some reason, this city, they wait for these things to happen where people die. And then they say, oh, we have to do something about it. I mean, there was a recent Bronx fire where 19 people died. Out of that number, there was about seven or eight kids that died. And there, there was a fire in one of the apartments. A guy had a portable heater. There was a fire. The doors were supposed to shut automatically. But in this particular case, right. the door was open because nobody really inspects the building. So the smoke spread throughout the whole building, and the end result was 19 people dying. You have this in, a, in another building in Harlem a couple years ago where a family of six people died, four of which were kids. A same thing. They, there was so only Mike, one egress. I, I, okay. Can't you just pick up the phone and call 311 or call 911 and call the fire department? Just go and walk into the local firehouse and say, hey, there's all kinds of fire violations here. How are you guys letting this happen? Well, technically, they changed the law so they can get away with it now. What's interesting with the fire department was— Is this a city council thing? It's a mayor thing. Okay. The mayor needs to get involved with this. I mean, if I'm the mayor— Okay, with all the negative publicity that's gone out about this building, how much it's a fire trap, how unsafe it is, all these experts have said it's unsafe. I've had captains of the fire department say it's unsafe. I've had every single expert there is say how unsafe it is. God forbid there's a fire and people die. 
this is going to look horrible for the city. If I were the city, I'd shut this thing down right away. I would require the owner to either add another staircase to the building or I would shut it down. I wouldn't take a chance. Okay, we're talking to Mike Fisher, the president of the Central Park uh, Civic Association. Let's talk a little bit about that area of the woods and let's talk about the history lately. I mean, you said you've been involved heavily. For, have you been president for five years or part of the association? Well, we, we actually, I was involved in the community for about five years. We, we formed the association a couple of years ago. How is COVID affected? I mean, just so folks who are listening, you're talking about one of the most exquisite blocks on the planet Earth. And I don't say that lightly. I mean, it's you've got the New York Athletic Club on one end and you have the Plaza Hotel on the other end. And if you cross the Plaza Hotel, you got the biggest Apple store. I don't know, one of the biggest on the planet, which is a, an exquisite. And then you're, you're right across from Central right. Park. You got the famous Marea restaurant right there. And then you end up at Columbus Circle. I mean, this is, I think Dave Schwartz referred to it as billionaire's row, not millionaire's, billionaire's row. So I'm just curious, how, as the president of the Civic Association, how's that neck of the Woods doing? Well, you know, first of all, when you talk about billionaires row, these are buildings that went up the last three or four years. I mean, I had an apartment there for over 17 years, but these are buildings that went up recently. A lot of the people don't even live there. They they buy these these uh, trophy apartments, and uh, you know, they they have apartments all around the world. Um, and in terms of the area, it's very crowded. There's a lot of I mean, just a lot of traffic in that area. And, um, you know, we really, it's We're happy dangerous. about that. Well, we, we like traffic. We like people. But, but you know, it gets to a point where you have to also make sure that, you know, you have pedicabs there. You know, you have people riding their bicycles all over the place. You have bike paths. It can be a very dangerous place to walk around sometimes. I, so, David, as I'm leaving the uh, the breakfast this morning and I'm crossing the street, I'm right there. Uh, I guess I was crossing from like 6th to heading towards 5th. There was a police officer there in uniform. Uh Right in the intersection, but he wasn't really directing traffic. He was just had a presence. I look at his lapel pin. It says the seven seven, which is a little that's that's a Brooklyn yeah. thing. And I was like, well, you're a little far away from Brooklyn. And I started uh, chit chatting with him, and uh, he said though that uh, you know, Mike, I don't, I, I'm, I'm not trying to come down on you taking this for granted, but the seven seven in Brooklyn, he said that this is real a real perk of the job, being able to leave his post in Brooklyn in the seventy seventh precinct. And being at Central Park South and being there and watching the people come by and the class of people and the food that they're able to go and eat. And I mean, it's uh, you're you're I, I think you're blessed to uh, to be located where you are and advocating for that part of the well, world. New York City is a great place. We just want to make sure it's safe for people. You know, you talk about the bike paths in the streets. I mean, there's a lot of tourists that come in. They don't realize those paths oh, are in the street. I don't realize it. Right. Well, you know what happens? I mean. What I notice is when you walk into a bike path, there happens to be a, a cyclist riding right near you. They, they tend to go faster when they see you. So it can be very dangerous. And there have been people that have been hurt and some killed. Look, we are so bad. I, I mean, as far as traffic goes, I say we scrap every single uh, traffic law and just go back to 1985 and I stop make, over I want to make Frank yeah. Setio the new commissioner of traffic is that it was there, is there a commissioner of traffic the, or, uh, yeah there's a there's a traffic there's a traffic commissioner sure yeah, i want to make steady of the traffic but, commissioner. but but Artie, i mean the the concept that this wasn't good enough for a hotel right it wasn't good enough for a hotel because we don't want the residents of the hotel in trouble you know to not have the two egresses Listen, but it's just perfectly fine what, for homeless people what michael for fisher poor homeless said, people to be put into well, a fire what trap. michael fisher said is 100 yes, percent correct he's 100 percent right god forbid there is some sort of fire or as you told me it doesn't even have to be a fire it could be a bad smoke situation it spreads very quickly uh you know, people are going to die. Yeah, but you just put and, people and, at risk. Well, what yeah. I find, what I find to be very interesting be a tragedy. about this, what I find very interesting about this, and I find it very annoying and, and upsetting, is that all these buildings where you're having these fires and people dying because the buildings are unsafe and the city does nothing about it are affordable housing. All affordable housing. Shame on the city. Seriously. Oh, there, there you go, folks. You're hearing it from Mike Fisher right here. All right, Mike, we're out of time. Is there anything, uh, any other, any topic I didn't cover? Well, I thought you were going to give me a, a full hour. I did, yeah, the full hour. <laughs> um, Thank you. I, that was Michael Fisher. He's the president of the Central Park Civic Association, one of the most beautiful areas in the world. Alex, you know what I want to play? Tell me. I want to play. The, you, you played the Supremes version of You Can't Hurry Love. I want to hear Phil Collins' version of You Can't Hurry Love. You got that, or am I asking too much from you? We got it. We got it? There we go. So, Alex, am I going to get mad if I tell you I like Phil Collins' version better than the Supreme? Hey, everyone has the right to their own opinion, so uh, why not? 
This is, is off, pretty catchy tune, though. This Not is off long. of what? Um, Hello, I Must Be Going, right? Right? Am I ding, correct? ding, ding. You're right All on right. that well, one. That's one of class. Well, I know. I, I Listen, but you can make a listen. Alien was a great movie, but Aliens was fantastic. Uh, you know, I mean, you know, Godfather 1, Godfather 2. I mean, it's a debate. Flip a coin. Uh, you know, I, I yes, the Supremes are a classic. Uh, do you ever play this in the park, uh, Mike? You ever play uh, You Can't Hurry Love in the park? Every day. Every day. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Michael Fisher. We got a little taste of Central Park here. We're going to come back with uh, the, the director of Tuesday's Children, Terry Sears. We got uh, David Schwartz here. Alex is in the house. It's 633. We'll be right back. What's the best product I bought this year? Oh, that's easy. Salon Paz Pain Relieving Patches. The proven medicines in Salon Paz Patches reduce my pain and let me do the things I need to do every day. In a recent clinical study, patients using Salon Paz reported improved sleep, mood, and the ability to work. They had less pain and were able to reduce their use of oral pain medications. For pain, I use Salon Paz. It's good medicine. He sent me to... Listen to us online at am970theanswer.com. Tune in, iHeart, Alexa, or odyssey.com. Ready to start a business in New Jersey? The state's New Jersey Business Action Center is here to guide you through the process. Call us at 1-800-JERSEY-7. That's 1-800-JERSEY-7. This message sponsored by the New Jersey Business Action Center, the New Jersey Broadcasters Association, and this station. So you've heard me talking about being a lawyer and being a courtroom. You heard David Schwartz being about being a lawyer and being a courtroom. He's about to actually try a big case in uh, in Washington D.C. with my uh, my young gun uh, associate Lino. And the one thing, the one person that we know will be in that courtroom, in addition to the judge and the jury, will be. The Court Reporter. You've been hearing me talk about court reporting programs. The program from Plaza College. Port re- court reporters are an essential part of the legal field. But I got to I gotta broaden the horizons a little bit. Plaza College has been around since 1916. And not only do they have the School of Court Reporting, they have four other schools of study, including the new School of Nursing. They have a School of Nursing that has an accelerated Bachelor of Science in Nursing program that can be completed in just 16 months. Yes, 16 months. Students complete their curriculum in the new Center for Healthcare Simulation on Plaza's campus and within the best hospital system in New York City. And you ready for this? Alex Garrett, I don't know how your teeth are, but if you need to just, you know, just get them checked out. Plaza has a dental hygiene program with a 20-chair community clinic. Students work on live patients. You up for that, Alex? You ready to get your- Oh, yeah. Let's do this. All right. Students work on live patients. Alex Garrett is volunteering <laughs> under the supervision of a dentist. And it's incredible. If you want additional information regarding the programs we just mentioned or Plaza's other areas of study, like their School of Business and Paralegal Studies or their School of Allied Health, just visit their website at plazacollege.edu. That's P-L-A-Z-A college dot E-D-U. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala. Come experience the all-new 2023 Mitsubishi PHEV, our plug-in hybrid electric vehicle. Bold, capable, electrifying. Reserve yours today. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788. Freehold Mitsubishi, just a short ride from anywhere in the metro tri-state area. 732-863-2788. Back to the Arthur Idala Power Hour with New York City's preeminent trial attorney and quintessential New Yorker, attorney Arthur Idala. It is 637 here in New York City, live and local at 111 Broadway. I'm sitting here with Alex Garrett. One story before we go to our next guest. I actually rollerblade past Plaza College on Union Turnpike. I live right over there. So if you really want to be part of that, I'll be there. So. Now you notice Alex says he rolled past it. Alex, tell people why you say you rolled past it. I people who don't know who you are. I rollerblade on uh, one leg around New York City, and I'm proud to say that. So here we are, right? You got that? You got this, my man Alex. He's rollerblading around New York City on one leg and he always walks around with a smile so you know what when you're complaining or having some pity on yourself think about my man Alex who uh, you know I, I can't imagine you know life is easier on one leg um, and yet 
He's always he's always got a smile on his face, and usually a pretty young lady on his arm too. Am I allowed to say that? Oh, sure. Oh, and, right. uh, and you know what though, what we went, what I go through is not what we're about to talk about. So I think we should get to Tuesday's Children with Terry Sear. Oh, look at this, Alex co-hosted. I love it. Executive director of Tuesday's Children, who I got to have breakfast today uh, with with her and um, Christine Nicholas. She is. Um, she runs the show, and she takes a heck of a nice picture because Joan Pelzer put a beautiful picture of her and I up to the gay today on our website. Terry Sears, it's Arthur Idala. How are you? Good, Arthur. How are you? Thanks for having me. Oh, the pleasure's all mine, Terry. In this world of political correctness, am I allowed to say that you and I took a nice picture together, or is that like wrong now? I, I think so. I think we're good. I all think right. It's I all mean, okay. well, it's really up to you. I think you're the judge of whether we're good or not. So <laughs> if you're good, then I'm good. How's that work? Yeah. All right. All scopacetic. So you've been on you've been on on the show before, but I felt like you know you didn't have enough you didn't have enough time to really talk about um, your uh, what you do every day, and this is the time of year where um, we're supposed to be a little more charitable, or at least I think we should be. So why don't you tell us a little bit about Tuesday's Children and you know what the mission is and what the charter is of Tuesday's Children, and then we can tell us how you how we can help you. Sure. I'd love to talk about Tuesday's Children. So um, we started after 9-11 helping the 3,051 children with long-term support for those who had lost a mom or a dad on that day. And how we help them is through um, mentorship programs, grief programs, leadership programs, college and career guidance but now that those kids, are, they're adults. The youngest ones are turning 22 in the spring. So now our programs are offered to the Gold Star families, the military families of the fallen. And there are, unfortunately, about 37,000 lives that have been lost, either on the battlefield or through suicide. And we serve these Gold Star families, um, no, irrespective of the circumstance of their loss. So it doesn't matter if it's killed in action or, um, you know, through any circumstance of loss, including suicide. So we're talking and, to Terry uh, Sears. She's the executive director of Tuesday's Children, which started, um, I'm assuming it's because 9-11 was on a Tuesday. Does that make sense? Exactly. Okay. Yes. And Terry, I mean, I, I don't know. I don't think I got a chance to mention this to you, but I was um, severely affected on November, uh, November, September 11th. Yeah, I lost one of my mm-hmm. closest and dearest friends from when we were 11 years old. Uh, and we, I saw him the Saturday night. I think it was September the 8th. I mean, we were very, very close. And his son, mm-hmm. his son was three months old uh, at the time. And uh, yes, he will celebrate his 22nd birthday on uh, June the 17th. He interned in my law firm this summer, which was an absolute highlight for me uh, to have him there. His name is Joe Hassan. He's a senior in Villanova uh, College University. His, uh, but he probably, unlike many of the people you help, he had a very, very powerful family unit uh, with you know his mom was who's been fantastic, Mary and his his grandparents and his his, his uncle. Uh, but I can imagine that there were a lot of young people who uh, who you guys stood up and helped. And I, and you know when now you were talking about suicide with veterans, my friend Nick, uh, he's really trying to put together a program to focus on you know suicide prevention. Uh, I understand you're talking about helping the children of people who, um, you know, c- commit suicide and leave children behind. Nick is trying to figure out a way to get the communities all around the country to uh, to address that issue, because it is definitely an underreported uh, situation that's going on here. Could you talk a little bit about that, about veteran suicide? Sure. So every two weeks we get from the Army the next of kin list, which is all the people that have lost their lives, no, irrespective of the circumstance. So it could be military training accident or it could be through suicide. And, you know, it's um, it's a complicated problem because, you know, I've heard from so many of our nation's heroes, veterans, that um, they've seen a lot. They've experienced a lot. There's a lot of guilt. Um, There's a feeling once they um, exit the military of maybe not having as much direction in their life. And, you know, unfortunately, they're trained um, to use weaponry and and, and often the worst happens. And uh, sometimes it's leaving behind siblings, uh, parents, children. 
and um, it's a complicated problem. I mean, mental health is an issue that's coming to the fore um, more and more these days. And I think it's important to recognize, um, you know, when people need help. And um, suicide is something that, unfortunately, um, people who have given a lot and sacrificed a lot, they succumb to their depression. So we're there to pick up the pieces for the family and most of the kids we serve right now have lost their parent owing to suicide. Thank you so much, Terry Sears. Before we go, just uh, tell folks if they're sitting at home and they have their thumbs on their phone and they want to uh, plug in their credit card, how could they uh, reach you guys? Tuesdayschildren.org. You go to the donate page and uh, we also need mentors for these kids. We have um, a mentoring program, a career mentoring program. So if anybody wants to volunteer their time, that's just as helpful and useful as funding. So thank you well, so much. Well, Terry, you could, you could always call on us, whether it's uh, here at the radio station or at the law firm or the lobbying firm. If there's any way we could ever help you, uh, you know, I'm, I, I practice what I preach. As I mentioned, I had my, my dear friend's son with us this whole summer as an intern. And, uh, but if there's anyone who you need us to help you out with, you just let us know. That's terrific. Thank you, Arthur, and thank you for having me on your show. It's all because of Christine Nicholas. It's all because of Christine Nicholas. When she, yes, when she, she says jump, that. I just say how high. It's that simple. <laughs> all right. Terry That's Sears, great. Executive okay. Director of Tuesday's Children. Merry Christmas to you, Terry. Thank you for all you Merry do. Merry Christmas. All right. Thank you as well. Thank Bye-bye. you. Alex, what happened? You had a little, like, you, you, jerp, you jumped the gun with the yeah, music? a little bit, but... It's, you know, Sam Bowen's going nuts right now. So is Gattulo. I mean, you know, Gattulo. come on, man. Catullo listens to the show every night. Oh, I'm sure he does. And, he's, and, and make sure you keep his area clean over there. Uh, I will clean the area. He's sitting in Catullo's area. Schwartz. So what's the so this uh, the Lewis Idala libation? Is oh, that yeah. oh, okay? That. So you, you got a lot of pressure you on you tomorrow. Read, like you read that right? The, yeah, what the, yeah. I right. just at this point, you know, I used to ad lib it, but now I just go verbatim. Okay, because I there's like Joan keeps. Uh, I mean, it's like texting me the libation, the libation. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think like didn't he come on the? I think what, the last time I did the show, he came on. Oh, did he? And actually did the but libation. I don't know if he'll be able to do it only because he's going to be traveling to the to the party tomorrow night. He's going to oh, be in trance. Right. No, no, no. I know. I because, but that was my my experience. With, oh yeah, yeah. So. But no, you yeah. You just yeah. He'll, he'll give you a script. Now right, read right, it a right. little slower than Arthur does. Okay, that's the other tip I have because Arthur does speed through. You got it. Well, admit, sometimes right? I run I, out of time. I'm getting very nervous that I don't mess up this libation tomorrow. Well, give yourself I, at least very, two minutes. Yeah. And you know what? With, with the, the issue with this show is it it just it, for me anyway. I hope it does feels the same way for the listeners. Although Joan's parents always tell me that it, it, be, it goes from six p.m. to seven p.m. in like five minutes. That means the show is going pretty well. Alex, are we taking a break? Now, what's the plan? We can, yeah. Why don't yeah, why don't you, you know, play the rising a little bit. You know, yeah, because I know that you started playing it before when that nice lady was on. Alex, come on, man. What's up? Are you drinking on the job? Yeah, yeah why? by the way, about the libation, I hear. I, I'm, the rumor has it it's a Hanukkah themed libation oh. in honor of in honor of the Schwartz. See how cool he is. Your Schwartz. dad is one cool. There's probably going to be blue cool curaco in yeah, there, yeah. so that it's a little blue. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We're going to listen to some Bruce Springsteen. We're going to come back with. Uh, I love this song, by the way. Speaking of 9/11, uh, you know this this whole album came out. Um, I think it was a whole year after 9-11, but we were all still reeling. And then he went on tour, Bruce, in 2003. Uh, and it was that was amongst the greatest top two or three. Um, you give me some volume, kid. Okay, that was amongst the top two or three concerts I've ever been to. It was that Bruce, oh. July 18, 2003. Uh, the Stones at the Barclays Center in 2010. And um, Pink Floyd, The Wall at Yankee Stadium. Incredible. Bruce Springsteen, AM 970, The Answer, 647. We'll come back and we'll end the show real strong before we head off to steak night. Freehold Mitsubishi in Freehold Township, New Jersey, is proud to be an automotive leader in our area and sponsor of the Power Hour with Arthur Idala, a new generation of independent, modern, and savvy consumers who want styling and value are looking at the all-new 2022 Mitsubishi Outlander and finding Mitsubishi's industry-leading 10-year, 100,000-mile powertrain limited warranty and available seven-passenger seating makes Outlander an outstanding choice. Drive one today at Freehold Mitsubishi for best selection. Let's go. Visit FreeholdMitsubishi.com or call 732-863-2788.
New York City's first and only life plan community, River's Edge, will soon be built on a 32-acre campus along the Hudson River just minutes away from Grand Central and Riverdale. River's Edge, a community for adults ages 62 and up, provides peace of mind knowing that if your health changes, your needs can be met seamlessly right where you live. You have a life plan with easy access to uninterrupted on-site care at no additional cost, no matter how your needs change. River's Edge, your plan for calm. Call 844-55-RIVER. That's 844-55-RIVER or visit riversedge.org. You know what's right around the corner. I think it's like 16 days away. It's that's scary to hear that. New Year's Eve. Woo. Yeah. And you want to have a, a New Year's Eve that you'll never forget. And I promise you, you'll never forget it. Sail into 2023 on board the Atlantis yacht. The Atlantis of New York Cruises is hosting a fabulous New Year's Eve party that is guaranteed to impress. It is the best place for a 360 degree view of the New Year's Eve fireworks. Here's what you're going to get. You're going to get the hors d'oeuvres and the gourmet buffet. Fantastic. Been there, done that. Jerry Crowley, general manager here, hosts it every September. Outrageous. Premium open bar featuring their gold bar. That means it's the good stuff. And there's going to be New Year's Eve cocktails, live DJ entertainment. Maybe Alex Garrett will be doing some flips. Right right underneath the Statue of Liberty. Right right? underneath the Statue of Liberty. Not to mention there's going to be all kinds of free-flowing champagne. Speaking of New Year's, can you think of a better place to pop the big question, will you marry me, to that special someone in your life than on the Atlantis on New Year's Eve in front of the Statue of Liberty and Captain Fred, the amazing New York Cruises staff, that will go above and beyond with every detail. They do it all the time. Get your tickets now before they're gone. For more information, for more information to buy those tickets, visit NewYorkCruises.com or call 718 8083. Join me, Dr. Amanda Williams, Scientific Director at Invite Health, Monday through Friday at noon to learn more about health, wellness, entertainment, and everything local. It is resolution season, and I want to make sure you can obtain your health goals. You don't want to miss out on fascinating discussions that I have with guests from the fields of medicine, entertainment, fitness, and finance. Your health matters, and your resolutions matter as well. Be sure to download our app through the App Store or Google Play Store so you can stay current with what's happening in the world of wellness. Visit invitehealth.com or call 800-673-2345 to find out why we are the leader in a personalized approach to health. Plus, take an additional 10% off your order. Use code 970 at invitehealth.com to save or call 800-673-2345. That's 800-673-2345. Get the most out of your lunch hour and achieve your resolutions with me, Dr. Amanda Williams on AM 970 The Answer, Monday through Friday at noon. Kevin McCullough is next on AM 970, The Answer. Fantastic. Enjoy it. Enjoy this. Bono! I used to be able to name every voice. What year is this, uh, Alex? 1984. What year was Live Aid? 85? Yes, I believe it was, yeah. And then We Are the World came after that, right? Yeah, yeah. That was the American answer to this is the British, the international version. Keep it going, Alice. Keep it going. Come on. Steak night. Tomorrow night is the ABK Gotham Idola Power Hour holiday party featuring Rapid Pulse.
111 Broadway, you New York like a City. DJ or what? Oh, like, I'm loving this. Now. I'm loving this. Sam Bowen should stay on the throne, Alex. You're the man. You are the man. You like doing the show down here already? I yeah, I love being in the studio. You love being downtown, right? Yeah, yeah, I love being in the studio. We got the lights on for I will tell you, though, I do love our office. I will tell you, today I had two lawyers visit me on a case. From a huge law firm, like a three thousand person law firm, and they walked around. They saw your office, which you really did a great job. Thank it looks you. beautiful. It's not even done yet. And I, well, I, I you're, you're, you're well, well, well on your way, considering you've been that, there a month. That's actually <laughs> a good office for you, you know, because that's the office where I, people I, first you walk don't have in to tell me, and they bro, see, I, you know, I, it's I, I, listen. Like I think I upped the game a little bit. All for kidding that aside, space. you think all uh, this is an, all sincere? You think I was going to rent that place out to anyone? Like you no, know, I mean, I, it, no, you needed to rent it, it to the it, right person, and you can see our law firm is a family, and, and I would not just going to let anyone into that family. Great people. So these these lawyers walk in and they walk through the halls. They see your office and everyone else's office, and then we sit in my my room, which has the connected conference room. Oh, that's and they're like, oh, beautiful. this is beautiful, this is beautiful, blah 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 blah. And then uh, we, we had a really great meeting, and then we're going to leave. And as they walk in, I was like, oh yeah, let me sh- show them the Sinatra room. Now it's a senior partner at the law firm who's like our age and then there's like a younger woman who's like 32 or so and they walk into the Sinatra room and they're like what the? I actually I'm renaming it the Sinatra lounge they walk into the Sinatra lounge and they're like what the heck is this it's mind-blowing and it he really goes is. and the senior partner the young associate goes we don't have anything like this in our office and he goes Arthur, he's like our office is so like milk toast, like like just IKEA furniture, and you know this is a billion dollar law firm, not our right. little law, law firm. And he's like, you guys are really no, doing I, it right. The, the Idala space is anything but milk toast. That, yeah. No, I, that's I'm for not, sure. I've yet to go up there. I haven't, you haven't been, been up there. Up, Alex, I've not been up there. Yet. How could you not be up there? You got to come up, Alex. Oh, it's well, great. I, before we break it and, and and have some fun, I, I, this is kind of breaking news for me. The National Archives released. 13,173 more JFK assassination files. I will tell you, I've never even thought about this, but I listen to Frank Morano's show on a very regular basis, and he's always having people on uh, regarding JFK and the assassination and, you know, one person, two people, three people, organized crime, Russian. I I mean, it is fascinating. All the theories and all the books. The conspiracy, and I'm not a conspiracy theorist, but they make... They make sense. Some of these conspiracy theories, and they have a lot of documentaries out there, and they make a lot of sense. Now, the, just, together. just so we're clear, President Biden issued the executive order to release these 13,000 pages while keeping thousands of other sensitive records under Wraps. Pursuant to my directions, agency have undertaken a comprehensive effort to review the full set of almost 16,000 records that had previously been released in redacted form and determined that more than 70% of those records may now be released in full. So, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what comes of this. There are so many experts. There are so many people, really, David Schwartz, who have dedicated their lives yes. to figuring this out. Mm-hmm. Maybe one day we'll figure it out. Let's, we have two minutes left. Uh, tonight, there's going to be about 30 of us. Almost all of us are Brooklyn uh, Assistant District Attorney alums. We're going to Cazabella, and it's going to be a, a spectacular love fest. Aren't we all Brooklyn uh, DA Yeah, well, alums? sometimes there's, there's they sneak in like Chris Wright or someone like that, oh, okay. who's a defense uh, Smiley sometimes comes. He's a PI. Smiley comes every year. Yeah, yeah. So oh, you know, right. there's right, you're right. one or two, but right. yes, it's almost all Brooklyn DA alums. It started in 97 when I left the office and wanted to get together with some of my buddies, and it has gone on. Uh, even the height of the COVID, like 10 of us went out or eight of us went out, like me, Demilia, Spring, and Kern. Were and, the rest uh, on Zoom? I'm just kidding. I'm just no, kidding. no, no. We don't do the Zoom. And then tomorrow night at Haswell Greens, uh, you know, it's 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 the Power Hour party. It's the Idol Opportuna and Cammons party. Uh, you know, all your Gotham crew is going to be there. We're all coming, yeah. There's going to be we food, can't wait. drinks, a DJ, and then my band, for the first time in 17 years, uh, are going to be playing, some, playing our old tunes that we wrote ourselves. And Rock the Casbah was one of my favorite, favorite songs. Are you nervous, already? Are you I'm nervous? nervous. Uh, yeah, but, but it's good nerves. It's, it's, good, it's good nerves. It's good nerves. I right? want to do a great job. You're of gonna course, be, you're going to be great. My buddy said, all right, we're not going on until 9 o'clock. People are getting there at 6.30. They're going to be bombed. They're not even going to hear it. I, but I said, I don't care. You're People not going until like, 9. Wow. Nah, we, oh, we're going a little early. Okay. Sorry, buddy. All right, Alex Garrett, thank you so much for thank being you. here. 
You guys are going to have fun with Dave Schwartz tomorrow. You'll hear the Padre lose libation. Can't wait. And I will see you back here on Monday, December 19th, 6.57, New York City. Good night, New York. Stay tuned for Kevin McCullough. The preceding program sponsored by Freehold Mitsubishi. I love